Hello everyone, I'm back with another horror review. I was going to leave this one until tomorrow, but if you saw our earlier stream, it's had major connection issues. So I thought about that, get on again, uh, did a bit of jiggery pokery, and hopefully it's a bit more stable. I had no idea what's going on. I just switched Rob Aberfighters, <laughs> trying to get things set up, because uh, if you've seen my previous streams, uh, the last provider just uh just been really ropey uh good ones and then really terrible like no in between i'm hoping these guys work out better if not i don't know maybe just the area i live in or just everything's crap now and nobody cares but anyway you still want to hear about that we want to talk about slumber party massacre 2. uh i did threaten to do this one and um Best way to describe it is it was a disappointment. Such a shame. So the premise of the story is that it follows on from Courtney, who was, if you remember in the last one, the younger sister. And she was one of the survivors at the end her and her sister. So um, falls on from her. Um the beats of the first movie, they've tried to follow along, but they don't have the same uh just don't have the same spirit behind it, so don't know what's going on there. Uh, we start off like a bed scene that Courtney's lying in bed and sleep and doing all cutesy thing, but to be honest, it just doesn't have the same feeling as the first one. She's all grown up now in whatever upper sixth or whatever uh, I can't remember what the end's called. Uh, it's busy, she's upper sixth, you know, the same age as her sister. They're having the summer party. She's in a band. She's reliving parts of the past, but her sister, uh, Victoria, I think it is, is in a, an institution. So she's being completely traumatized by the event. Uh, she's in the institution. Which, um, maybe just a way not to have the actor there. I don't know. Uh, it would have made more sense if they were both there and carrying on, but this is where the story kind of—I uh, don't know what they were thinking. It was like a, we need to make a single uh, sequel to Cash Grab, but there's no real plan behind it. So we're going through this. She's got her uh, mates in a band, and the rich one has a condo out somewhere, so they're going to go for the weekend. The usual. Um, Courtney is friend with a guy who's won the Oscar out. Two of them have boyfriends. There's four in total, and then there's two, three books, four girls. Um, one of them's an absolute, you know, he just can't like the character. No redeeming qualities, just irritating voice and demeanor. Makes no sense, but. Yeah, they then go to the condo, and as where it gets weird, it's Courtney starts having visions and flashbacks, and uh, seeing blood everywhere and people dying, and they're thinking that she's waking out or somebody slipped her drugs, and this drags on for quite a bit. Because you remember the first one, the first one was actually really quick to the first kill, no mess about, and uh, what's I forget it, what's his face who escaped from the asylum, the killer, you know, he got stuck straight in. Um, even the gratuitous nudity, but the first one was done with a bit of heart and feeling. 
in Carrigan. This one, the bit of nudity in it is thrown in, just shoehorned in as if, oh, we need nudity. Oof. So you're like, going, what is this? Or at least the first one you were, you know. And that's what people don't get. I think, um, especially with horror and nudity, the whole point is to get the two reactions. So why sex and horror work together? It's the nudity and the sex is to get you, ooh, and then the idea of the horror is to instantly cut that off and make you go, ah. That's the whole point. It's the using those opposing emotions and playing with it and getting you, you know, getting you invested. And then the horror album comes in, and then you kind of go, ah, and then they bring up the tense scene, and then you get the bit of comedy for levity just to bring things down again before you get whack with the next thing. That's the whole point. <clears throat> horror films are not meant to be long. 90 minutes at most. That's kind of the point of the genre, and that includes, excuse me. <coughs> oh my God. So I couldn't stream last time, and I managed off the cough. I've got a half-decent connection, and I'm like, hacking like death. Come win, come on my live streaming, but sure, I was having fun. But yeah, that's kind of the whole point. That's the fun of horror. It takes you on the kind of roller coaster. And today we're getting too many of these like long thought pieces and they're not really they're using the horror stamp but yeah kind of takes you away from it but this one kind of get where she's going so they really dragged it out she's having these visions etc and then we finally get the color and what it is her yeah you know, became boyfriend sort of thing comes up for the weekend they start getting jiggy with it and then a completely different killer just appears it's not really the first guy it's not one of the members of the party it's not her having a like if she had picked up a drill if she had picked up a drill and became the killer it would have made more sense but this random guy appears and <clears throat> god what can i even say He's got a drill, but it's a drill guitar. So he's a completely fantastical character. You know, it's either it's a complete shift. Like if the first guy had survived, you know, the thought that killed him and escaped again and plotted revenge, or if two examples are uh, Child's Pie series and Shocker, where the killer is actually at a cultist and cast a spell, they explained them coming back. Would have made more sense, but neither that be in the first one and why they were killing. Um, this gap here and makes no sense, really doesn't. But then we get a whole, I, I get the feeling that it could have been, um, it could have been a good movie in its own right with the killer and maybe using a guitar flamethrower or something. Oh, excuse me, God, I'm doing well tonight. Um, Dark Guitar Drill, but being a completely different franchise. Because um, he was funny, I'll give it that. But it was just jarring seeing my fall down from the first one. Made no sense. But he goes in the killing spray, chases her. Um, I'll, I don't really want to talk as well, but Courtney survives again. 
But then Courtney wakes up as if she's in the asylum. The institution where the PC word is now, but you know, she wakes up as if she's in the asylum, and then the guy's drawn through the floor and spooky lights. So they're kind of doing the is it a dream, is it not a dream sort of thing. And to be honest, it didn't work. Really didn't. Um none of the none of the passion or fun of the first one. And the bit that I tried to bring in just was jarring because it didn't fit. And then the ending, it's a bit like when Phantasm went off the rails. Phantasm, absolutely fantastic until the third one. And then they started trying to lean too much into the trippy, is this reality, is it not? <clears throat> With a really great character, really good premise. And the, the shoehorned this other concept then and it destroyed it. Like a, the next two movies have just gone awful. Um, and that's what I think's happened here. I think they've tried to shoehorn this concept uh, as a reality, as it not? And I like, like one of my favorite genres is altered reality. But you need to have it explained. You need to, you need to know yourself as an audience member in the end. Is it the character losing their mind? Or is it something else? You need that because uh, there's no point sitting through one otherwise because it just becomes a confusing mess. And that's kind of a whole bunch of stories. You need to get a middle end. And a lot of people are sort of falling away. But this is, this is back in 1984 or 1982. First one came out in 1980. This is 1982 or 1984. But yeah, didn't work. Such a shame. I don't know how they could have made a sequel work. Except the original guy surviving, honestly. Um, but then this color color new one. If he had been made in the first one, as an entity, you know, like a, a Freddy Krueger spectral entity, that sort of thing, maybe, or Candyman, or something, you know, what I mean, if it had been that sort of thing, and he got invoked by certain things being a solid thing here but this second one there yeah, didn't happen but there you go um that's the review i will look for the third one just to complete the trilogy can't promise you when i'll watch it but i'll have a look not excited for it i've a funny feeling i might use the same killer as the second one and follow on with that but i really don't know where to go with it but we'll see so there you go um Connection seems to have worked, so hopefully we're all uh, back up and running again for one player called Cthulhu game. Um, I have a few more things to do to make it more stable, but we'll get there. And a lot of killing and stuff to do tomorrow, which is going to be fun. But there you go. Come up to the channel. Uh, do the heavy clicky things. And until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific.